Hello, friends. Hello, welcome back. Hola. We're here now. <laughs> what is this? Episode four? Yep. Um, yeah, a little bit to cover off. Yeah, what are we covering off? Um, so for those that know, we went away for a little bit. So we're just going to cover off the leading up to the trip and then the trip and settling back in. Okay. Yeah. So there's a, what would you say, there's a fair bit. There's that, a lot, yeah. Yeah, that happened. I think leading up to the trip, once we booked it or once we are even talking about it, I think you had a few people, well, I guess we both did, had a few people just, and it's all coming from a good place. Yeah, definitely. But just little comments here and there, like... For example, it's like, oh. I'm jealous. Yeah. Have the best time. Oh, I wish I was going, like I wish it was, yeah. Yeah, I wish I could go away and, and escape reality. Yeah. And we're really grateful that financially we were able to go away um, and take a break and we've got really good workplaces and we'll be able to, we're able to take leave. Um, but when someone says, I'm jealous or oh, I'm so, I wish I could go away. It's like we don't wish we could go away. Yeah. Circumstances. Um, yeah. Kind so, of lead to that. Yeah. We obviously weren't planning this trip when I was pregnant. This trip only came about because um, of Leon's passing and we wanted to fill time and also just get away. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was extremely bittersweet booking it, being on it. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's getting on that plane. Getting on that plane was really hard and surreal because at the start of the year we went on a big trip. We went to Egypt and Dubai Mm. and we were saying that that was, that was going to be like our last. Yeah. Last trip before. Before being parents. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So like, and but. Like I said, it's like I don't think anyone meant it with any malice at all. Yeah. Like it all came from a genuinely good place. Yeah. Where people were genuinely excited for us and were looking for like had our best interests in place. But it's obviously hard for us to be excited yeah. or Yeah, when people so, say I'm jealous, it's like trust me, you're not. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. But yeah. So I think we ended up booking it. Maybe what two or three weeks before it wasn't. It was pretty all happened all pretty quick. I remember going to flight center, maybe a week after the. No, the first funeral. we tried booking it ourselves. Yeah. Because that's what we usually as do. If. Yeah, I know, but like, as if in that state, <laughs> I would have booked the wrong dates. Like how when we were in Mexico, and I thought we we're flying out on the yeah. Tuesday, but we we're flying out on the Sunday. That was fun. Thank God we found out early. Mm, booking excursions. Yeah. We'll get into that one a bit later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it would have been maybe two, three weeks before we actually flew out. Um, we had it all organised and finalised. Yeah, I think so. Through Flight Centre. Because um, essentially we had to wait until you had your six-week checkup post-birth. Yeah. 
to get the all clear to fly out, even though we already had it booked. And we flew out the day after yeah. the six week checkup. Yeah, so it's literally once, once we had that okay, we were out. Um, Be crazy. But yeah, so there was a lot, obviously, mentally as well with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, how are you meant to get excited about a trip that one you shouldn't be on? You should be feeding your baby and learning, you know, the cues of what cries if it's time to change a nappy or whatever it is. And then now you're boarding a flight and you're going overseas. Mm. Two really cool places. Yeah. But. So another thing we left out is so originally when we were planning on getting married in 2020, that was the original date um, in October of 2020 where COVID just hit. So we act. That was obviously scrapped out the window. Couldn't travel, couldn't get married then. So we were never able to go on that trip. So yeah. it just felt right for us to organise that. So that was the, our reasoning for going to the US and Mexico. Yeah. It's like something we've always really wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, when I was delivering Leon, I really wanted to go to Egypt originally mm. because... As I was delivering him, all I could think about was this one monastery in Egypt and it's like my happy place. Yeah. And I said to Ange, like, I really want to go to Egypt. Um, but because we did it at the start of the year and what's happening in the world at the moment, we just thought it might be better to do the original trip and then hopefully go back to Egypt. Yeah, later soon. Time. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit more, something a bit more planned out. Yeah. Egypt. And, be, and like with the family. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to go with, you know, the whole family. Mm. So, yeah. Um, you had a fair bit of feelings, obviously, though, leading up to like after the checkup. And, um, yeah, we can cover off the six-week checkup. Yeah. Yeah. So um, going back to the hospital, because I had gone back already, it wasn't that hard. But I I don't know why it affected me more going back on the six-week checkup. Mm. I think there was more babies and more pregnant women in the waiting room. I think it was also like Knowing. the significance of that day. Yeah. Like so that at the six-week checkup, um, going in, we knew we were going to find, find out the results of my um, umbilical cord and placenta and potentially find out the reasoning of why Leon passed. So... Leading up, extremely anxious, blaming my body, um, really nervous and Ange had to do a lot of mental health checks on me and like talk me down because I was really anxious. Yeah. <laughs> why do you laugh? Like why do you do that face? What face? That one. Mm. Um, anyway, so got to the hospital. And had our appointment. Now, I'm probably going to f- forget most of the stuff she said. Yeah. So if you remember jumping. No, you go. So apparently in the placenta and my umbilical cord, was there traces of cholestasis? No, I don't remember any of that. Yeah, see, I can't remember. I don't think she ever, I don't think she, she didn't covered even, that. Yeah, she didn't cover that. I think she but said she it was said, all good. She said my placenta looked really healthy yeah. and the umbilical cord was a normal size, a normal length. Hmm. Um, and then they said that from that, that they can test Leon's 
chromosomes and also a few other things. And from the in, um, from like the test that they did on Leon, they found that he was perfect. Yeah, there was did. nothing wrong with him. Mm. Um, which is really beautiful to hear that our baby. Yeah. Although we already think he's perfect, but in the medical term, he yeah. was perfect. Um, it was really nice to hear that. Mm. Um, but also really bittersweet as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, they essentially said there's no definite um, outcome of what happened to him. Yeah. But it is more than likely the cord around his neck. Yeah. She also explained a little bit more about cholestasis and she said there's not much studies on cholestasis, mm. but if it was cholestasis, it's hard to tell because what can happen, it's quick pulses. Yeah, they be- then there's no – I don't think they really have much data on it, but they believe with cholestasis there's moments where the you can – it's almost like an electric shock to the, umbil- to the umbilical cord. Yeah. And it's instant, like it, instant death yeah. um, to the baby. So, but there's no way to know if that happened. Yeah. Or sometimes she said that you can see like kinks in the umbilical cord, but that, yeah. there was nothing in mine. Um, and as we have said previously, when I delivered him, the, the yeah, umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck. So they think it was more that yeah. than anything else, but they can't give us a guarantee. Um, yeah. So we're still not sure yeah, why we'll he never, passed. We'll never 100% know, but deep down we'll always have that feeling of why it was. Yeah. Well, when you saw with the umbilical cord, you you felt it straight away. Yeah. But, yeah, so um, I think not ruling out cholestasis still doesn't sit completely right with me because I'm in a higher risk for... One day, my next pregnancy, future pregnancies, to have cholestasis. So it's a bit frustrating. Mm. Um, But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that was checked off on the Thursday. Yeah. The Thursday appointment. Yeah. And our flight was booked for 1 30 on the Friday. Or the Saturday. The Saturday or Friday? I think it was the Saturday. It was the 18th, whatever it was. Yeah. So, yeah, um, not much time between that and... and Like registering what actually... Yeah. Because, you know, before a trip you're like busy packing or seeing people, Mm. you know, the little things, beauty, appointments, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so once the... I think... Was it very hard for you to pack? Yeah, I didn't want to pack. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We packed the morning of. Yeah, the morning. Was the morning of? Or the yeah, night? the morning yeah. of. Yeah. Um, like really putting it off. And then when we took our suitcase out, Farah was, our dog, Farah was just like sooking because he, yeah, knows he knows what suitcases mean. Yeah, he has an inkling. <laughs> and that made me feel really bad. Mm. So, yeah, then the f- I guess getting to the airport, checking in just felt surreal yeah yeah it's like once your bags get put on that uh on that belt and they get taken away and you've just got your carry on you're walking around waiting for your plane to come yeah like it's when it starts to kick in yeah i don't know why in my head i was like we're not actually going yeah um 
yeah, the first that first plane ride, what was it, 14 hours to San Francisco? Yeah. And so, we did direct. Yeah. every Everything direct because someone doesn't I like I don't planes. like non-direct flights. It is a valid no, thing. Every, I'm not, you can yeah, ask I'm many people. I'm all for it. <laughs> you can tell that was a discussion. No, no. I'd rather get there quicker. Um, so, yeah, well, I can't really remember that flight much. I was crying a lot. I don't know if you remember that. I feel like that was every flight. <laughs> yeah. No, the Mexico one was bad. We'll get to that. Mexico? Yeah. Um, no, so the first flight to San Francisco, I sleep, well, we sleep with um, Leon's comforter and I had the comforter on me and I was just crying most of the flight. Mm. Um, and then when we arrived in San Francisco... <laughs> We were like, thank God, we're touching on ground. Like, yes, we're finally here. 14 hour flight, exhausted, hardly slept. Yeah, we're waiting. Then we get there, customs line out of nowhere just picks up. And then it's like a long ass line. And then we're waiting. (sighs) We finally get to the front. And like, you you can see all the, like, I don't even know what they are. Um, Custom officers. Yeah, the officers there that are working, that are checking people in. And we just happened to just get one guy. That was just not happy to be there that day. Not happy to be there or not happy to deal with us? Yeah, I just don't think he was having a good day and I think we were the cop the, and the brunt of it. Yeah. So, yeah, he so was... So, we're frazzled, yeah? Frazzled. Yeah, we... <laughs> like, <laughs> eyes are, like, you know, really swollen from crying. Yeah, and we're, like, we're out of it. We're just... <laughs> so out of it. We've just got in there. And then he's just going off. He's like, oh, where are you staying? How long are you staying for? Like, and then, yeah. And then I like bumped, uh, like I was like, oh, I have the itinerary here. Yeah, and then he's, he's like, like screams at me and he's like, look into my eyes. And I was like, what is going on? Like, <laughs> why am I getting grilled? My son just died. Leave me alone. And then, yeah, he's, so I for those who have, haven't been to America before. So when you get there, you have to. Put your fingerprints down on the machine. Find that really weird. Yeah, so they take your passport and then they take your fingerprints as well. And for some reason, mine weren't working. And I'm standing there trying to do it. And he's just grabbing my hand, and just slapping slap, it, <laughs> just slapping my hand on this fingerprint scanner. And he was getting really frustrated with Ange, and he's Ange and I'm just like, standing there with my arm out. Like, yeah. And he's going off, and then I was glad he didn't touch my. And hand. then he finally, like, it finally worked. And then he got to Sarah's, and Sarah's wasn't working. And he thought about it. And he's like. No, nah, just press harder. Yeah. <laughs> then, but yeah, he was. You've got to press really hard on those scanners, by the way. Mm. But yeah, he was just really abrupt. Really abrupt. Yeah. It was a. It was almost aggressive. Yeah. It was aggressive. Yeah. So that was our first interaction with an American, in America. And we were, and as soon as we got in, like he let us into the country, I said to Ange, "I want to go home." No, I can't do this. I need to go home. What did we do? And my cousin lives in San Francisco um, and he was picking us up. And thank God him and his wife picked us up because that was like so nice to see a family face after one, that flight, two, that interaction with the customer officer Mm. and three, just after what we've gone through, like we weren't able to see them obviously when it all happened. That was the first time we've seen them. 
probably in what, almost a year? Over, almost a year, yeah. So they, they didn't uh, – I hadn't seen um, David or – we hadn't seen David yeah. or Chloe since I was pregnant. Mm. So, yeah. And, yeah, so it was our first – we spent four nights in San Francisco? Yeah, four nights. So, yeah, we stayed not too far from Union Square, which yeah. is like middle of the city, I guess. Yeah, the city centre. So, yeah, it was – it's probably one of the best the best accommodation we had. It was really nice. But the area was a bit. Yeah. So America, it's true. The homelessness is yeah, incredibly sad. So what we what we didn't realise was in San Francisco the week before, um, the president had come for a conference or something. So the government's come through, cleaned up the whole area, um, relocated all the homeless people that were in the Union Square. Yeah, like, no, just within San Francisco oh. pretty much. They relocated them out of... I thought it was just that centre. I think it was just the main oh, city wow. part. Okay. Like, so we got there and I'm like, oh, it's, it's pretty clean. Yeah. So, like, there was still a few homeless people, some people talking to themselves around. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it wasn't bad. We're like, oh, yeah, this is not too bad. It's all right. And then we get with her, like, her, cousin, her cousin's driving us around and... He's like, oh, we have to put, we can't leave anything in the car. San Francisco, it's all it's known for right now is just smash and grab. So if they see anything, he's like, can't even leave your jacket in the car. And mind you, there's everywhere you go, there's signs saying smash and grab alert zone or whatever. And it's like, surely not that bad. But then we went to like, you know, their equivalent to Melbourne Central or or an Emporium or something. Yeah, it's just like a little shopping centre. It was a, it was like it a, was meant to be big. Yeah, it's a multi-level shopping center with right in this center, like the city, and it was dead. Like as in all the shops on the five top levels were completely closed, and there was only like mm. maybe two level two functioning levels, and it's purely because of the smash and grabs yeah, in just the people, shops. Just people looting. Yeah, so um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, apparently the crime rate in San Francisco is just rising at the moment, but. I think it, I didn't mind San Francisco. I don't know if I could do it longer than what we did traveling wise. Oh, the only reason why I don't mind is because of David and Chloe. Yeah. It's very similar for me anyways. I feel like it was very similar to Melbourne. The only difference was is like the bay and how much ocean you have around. Yeah. In and out. Great. I really liked it. Oh, the burgers. Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. But in San Francisco, we found that because that was like our first stop, we were really, we went through peaks of like feeling grumpy and anxious and. Yeah. It was. Withdrawn. Yeah. There were those moments. Yeah. I guess you're, some days you're just not as bubbly. Yeah. As others. But I think it was all right. My best memory is literally the night before we left. What was when that? we did um our first Thanksgiving. Oh uh, what oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah. So like it was Thanksgiving Eve, but we didn't. Yeah, because we were flying out the night before Thanksgiving. So we we're at um David and Chloe's house and they don't obviously have family in San Francisco either. Yeah. So it was they cooked up a, lo- a nice little roast. and Yeah, it was really nice. Just a nice little feed and we had Thanksgiving dinner together, which was it was cool. Yeah. And then that night we flew to New York. Yep. 
Angela's bucket list place. Ooh, we went to New York. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend flying into New York on Thanksgiving though. Yeah, nothing to do. We got there. It was a Thursday morning, so the morning of Thanksgiving and it was just dead. Like no shops were open. It was essentially Good Friday in Australia. But can I must admit, like, what are the like? Why would Chelsea Market still be open? Because it was a marketplace. Yeah, there was like, it's like a very small it's Preston like a, market. Yeah. Um, that was open, and we went there to eat, but it was completely dead. They have the Macy's Parade, and our um hotel was like one street away from that, so where we were it wasn't a blocked couple, off. A couple of blocks. Oh, well, a couple of blocks. But yeah. We, there was no way for us to make, like we were going to make that. Apparently it's like people lining up at 6 a.m. Mm. just to see the floats come through in the parade. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how much you wanted to do the hustle and bustle. No. With touching shoulders with people after I getting can't. off the flight. No, but I can't, cra- crowds, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. So the next day was a really big day for Ange because we got to see the Jets. Yep. We went to MetLife Stadium. To JetLife Stadium. Yep. Yep. Um, how did you feel going there? It was fun. Like even but even the transport to there, like getting there was was fun. Um Yeah, we that was the first time we met someone. Remember that couple that we met on the train? No. Which couple? The couple that r- really likes sports. Um they got a Games all the time. The two, they were telling us about the, what's that thing when you walk through and everyone's there barbecuing before the game? Tailgate. Tailgate. They were talking to us about that. We told them about Leon and then they told us that their next door neighbour. I don't remember. Okay. Andrew's completely forgotten this. We met a couple and they told us, we told them, they said, oh, why are you travelling? It's a question a lot of people ask. A lot of people asked us that while we mm. and we explained our situation and what happened to Leon and they said, oh, wow, you guys are not our first to, to hear about this. My next-door neighbour had a stillborn and this week is the week that um, America like recognises stillborns and they have um, a memorable thing like you put candles out for the stillborns mm. yeah. for losses. Maybe I wasn't there. You were there. Oh. You don't listen when people talk. <laughs> it's so bad. Fair enough. Okay. Go. Tell me about the Jets. What am I telling you about? How we went on the marketing, um, the social media. We haven't got there yet. Okay, go. So the first two days, I think our biggest issue was we didn't know how to get around New York. Yeah. So it took us... Yeah, two and a half days to work out how to use all the subways and how to catch transport and get around and what's like how to understand the streets. Yeah, definitely. So, and then to get to MetLife Stadium, it's not in New York, it's in New Jersey. So you have to catch one train to Secaucus. (laughs) And then from Secaucus, you have to get off and get another train that um, literally takes you to. Yeah, that drops you off at MetLife. So, yeah, so we did that. Essentially, the way we worked out how to do that is just follow everyone that's 
in, wearing green. Yeah, wearing, wearing green and in Jets, uh, Jets apparel. So we did that. We got there maybe two hours before the game. No. Yeah. Don't lie. Three hours max. It was like three and a half hours before not, the game. Yes, it was. It was. You wanted to get there more than that. It was not that long. Okay. We got, we, it was a whole day. It went quick. It did go quick. Yeah. You're welcome. So <laughs> we ended up getting there maybe half an hour before the game and then doing walking around for a bit of tailgating, just soaking up the American culture. I think tailgating would be fun if you actually were a part of it. Yeah. Like you, if you had a group of friends. Yeah. You have a bunch of mates that go there and. For people that don't know, because I didn't know what tailgating is, essentially it's like people are cooking barbecues outside, like literally in the car park of the yeah, stadium. It's essentially people driving to the footy in vans or trucks maybe five five or more hours before the game, pulling out a barbecue with their mates, getting out chairs, sitting around the like their truck and just drinking and yeah. eating. Drinking and they've got games like – they yeah, were playing like games, like picnic games. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was that was an interesting experience. Um, got a couple of free t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because walking of around. Me. Just walking around because no. they scanned your tickets because of me. Because of me. Because yeah. I read signs because I used to be in marketing, so I know how these events work, yeah. and I used to be in events as well. Wow. Mm. Fun fact. Nice. Yeah, what else? Um, then we went to the um, the store. No, we were looking to find our gate first. Oh, my God. We're going to go yeah. step by step. And okay, guys. We went to go find our gate. Then we realised we booked premier seats and our gate was the gate where the jet. All the players were walking in through. There you go. And we got We in. saw, yeah. And. They just walk around front, yeah. Yeah, so we saw the players walk in. We got the um, last of the bit of the players. Yeah. Like the main ones go way too early. You don't see them. We saw Jermaine Johnson, Alan Lazard, a couple of them. Yeah. Mm. So that was really cool. Um, and then when we got in, we went to the main store. Yeah, so we didn't we didn't have a jersey. Like we didn't buy any jerseys or anything. We were looking to. Yes. That's what we were looking for. Looking yeah. For jerseys. Ange has them at home, but apparently you have to buy a jersey at the stadium. Hundy. Okay. Hundo. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, literally hundo. Hundies. Continue. Yep. So. We're getting very sidetracked. No, we're not. This is important. Yes. So. <laughs> Everyone. We ended up, because they've got little stalls everywhere that sell merchandise. We're like, they got to have a better shop. So we found their main flagship store. Yeah, it was huge. Which is a little bit of a walk from our seats. And we're just walking around, picking up jerseys, look, trying to work out. Yes. Yeah. So Andrew's going through jerseys. He's trying to find sauce. He wants a sauce jersey. What's a sauce jersey? Gardener. Sauce? He's a player. Yeah, he's a player. Yeah. Number one. Okay. Anyways, so he's going through the jerseys and he hands me this Aaron Rodgers... Woman, was it a woman's jersey or kids? It's kids. Uh, it kids. Was the, the throwback. It was yeah, throwback white jersey, and he's like, "You're getting this," because it was thirty percent off um, jerseys. And I was like, "Okay." 
and I'm holding the jersey, not paying attention to anything. I'm just literally looking around the shop like clueless. And this really nice girl walks up to me and she's like, oh, is there like, is there a reason why you're holding an Aaron Rodgers jersey? And I was like, sorry? Like I wasn't expecting anyone to talk to me. And then she goes, oh, I'm from the social marketing team and we're making a TikTok. Can we ask you a few questions? And I was like, I'm like the worst person to ask questions. But my husband's a huge fan. You can ask him. So I called Andrew and then she was asking him questions. And I literally just thought it was recording it for a TikTok. And then at the end, she asked you, why do you follow the Jets? Yeah. Um, and Andrew's like, well, I love New York and I like the color green. So that's mm. why he follows the Jets. And then, and then at the end, she gives us a voucher. She's like, oh, how do you feel about us giving you a $100 voucher? And I think we weren't like, we yeah. obviously weren't prepared for that. And we're like, oh, thanks. But like it wasn't like a yeah. dramatic, oh, my God, thank you so much. So in the interview that they uploaded, it's just a little small clip. It's not us saying thank you. Mm. Um, so anyways, we got a $100 voucher and the jerseys were 30% off. So we got two jerseys for 60 USD. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it's pretty good. That would have been more than that. I'm pretty sure it's 60 USD. Oh, like out of our pocket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we watched the game. Um, we had epic seats. Mm. We were row 16 yeah. from the field. And then, unfortunately, because the Jets weren't really playing that well. Um, a lot of the supporters near us were leaving. <laughs> so we ended up being the first row. <laughs> yep. Made our way down to the bottom. Um, right Andrew was yelling end. out to a couple of the players. Yep. Some of them looked at him. Some got of on. them didn't. <laughs> we got on the big screen. We did. We got on the screen. Mm. That was cool, but it wasn't on the actual. Yeah, I don't think it was on the. Broadcast. It wasn't on the broadcast, but it was on the, the stadium. Yeah, the Jumbotron. That was really cool. I wish I had a recording of that. Mm. that um, cool. So all in all, that was an amazing day. And and I forgot to mention, when we were coming back from the big store, we went into a little store <laughs> and we bought something really emotional but special. No, I'd say sentimental. Sentimental? Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Mm, yeah. um, I don't know why I went to the baby section and there was this really cute onesie, mm. um, like a Jets onesie, and it was like for winter. And I looked at it and I think Ange saw me looking at it and then I was like, it's a bit sad if we buy one. We don't really, like Leon's not with us and we don't know what mm. the next steps are. Um, but we decided together to buy it. Yeah. Um, it's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. So mm. maybe Leon's sibling one day could wear it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we couldn't not buy it. It was just way too cute. Mm. Yeah, so that was, that was a good day, our second day in New York. I think that day we... We allowed ourselves to be happy. Yeah. Like we were laughing, we were taking like photos and videos and mm. in that moment I I was happy to see you happy. 
It made, yeah. Someone asked me what was the favourite thing about your trip and I literally said seeing you at the Jets game. Oh. Because it's really cute. Wow. Wow. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So I think what was the next day? The next day we went to Leon's Bagels. So it was like maybe a week after we had booked the trip, I saw a TikTok. Did we both see one each? No. Oh, I saw a TikTok come up and it was Leon's Bagels in New York City. And the bagels looked epic in the yeah. video. And I saved it and I was like, okay, add it to the list. That can be a place that we go. Mm. So we went there um, and we brought his comforter and we took a photo like in front of Leon's bagels and it was just really, really sweet to see. Mm, it was in such a nice area. Yeah, really like, nice area. Like it was pretty like just had a nice feel to it. Yeah, and I don't know like it's weird where we hold on to a lot of the small things and like seeing his name on a business is obviously a very small thing. Like a lot mm. of people have, you know, whatever name on businesses. Yeah. But something about our son's name. Yeah. It's um, sentimental to us. And as we were walking to Leon's Bagels, there was a piece of artwork that was. Um, it's a poem. It was a poem about love mm. and it was just so sweet and it was, I don't know why I was like, it made me think that he knows how much we love him. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that was really nice to see his name and also go there. Um, and that same day we went to Washington Square, um, which is like a really nice park in New York. Yeah. it's Near NYU. Yeah, there's just people walking around, some people skateboarding. Oh, yeah, that was cool. The skateboarding was cool. They weren't very good. Well, I don't know any different. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then we there was an artist there and his name's Oriel. And I was really intrigued with his artwork because um, it's like abstract but also, yeah, it was just really beautiful, yeah. very vibrant colours. Very unique. Very unique. And um, we walked up and we just randomly had a chat with him. Um, and then we told him about Leon and mm. uh, there was a art piece that we bought and it was like a little boy hugging its dad. No, uh, his like, dad, like it was a dad carrying his son. Yeah. Yeah. But it just, it was a cool piece. Yeah. And the date on it was a couple of days before we lost Leon. Yeah, well. so the date was the 25th of the 9th. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Isn't that also your dad's birthday? Yeah, his dad's birthday as well. Yeah. And it's the day that yesterday I only found the ultrasound. Oh, yeah. The there was We found an ultrasound photo of Leon yesterday and it's so cute. It's like his lips and his nose is mm. like kissing the screen. Mm. And it's from that day as well. So that was really sweet. Um, but New York was really fast paced, but there was moments where, um, I got really emotional in New York. Um, I got my period and I think that's another reminder that I'm further away from him, like physically. It's hard to describe, yeah. but, um, 
like I'm very grateful that my body is working um, on time. Yeah, you've bounced back. Yeah, I'm yeah. extremely grateful and blessed and I'll never take that for granted. But it is really hard. It's bittersweet. Yeah, it's really bittersweet. I feel um, like that's the theme of everything. Yeah. yeah. Of our trip. It's bittersweet. Bittersweet. Yeah. And um, on our last day we were walking in Central Park and I heard a baby cry. Mm. And I don't know why I lost it. Just it just sent you? It sent me. I was in tears. I was, yeah, I was curled up in Andrew's arms. Like I was just, sometimes like normally it doesn't affect me hearing yeah. babies cry and stuff. But if sometimes when it's out of nowhere and like I just want to, it's, I don't know if it's a mother's instinct or if it's because my baby passed and I never got to hear him cry. Like I don't know what it is, but whenever I hear a baby cry, I just, I really want to soothe them. I want to pick them up. I want to make mm. sure they're okay. I think that's natural. Like maybe, yeah. Mm. So that was New York. Favorite place? I think New York is my favorite place. Yeah. Then we went to Mexico. Um, Mexico was pretty cool, um, but it reminded me a lot like Egypt. Mm. Um, but we did. Well, I didn't understand the language in Egypt, anyways. But you did. Yeah. And you translated to me. But we didn't understand anything in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, I felt like Mexico was really hit and miss, obviously depending on what, like what you were doing and what area you were in. Like the locals and the genuine like people that were there were lovely. Mm. Once you get to the touristy side of it where the people that are working and they work with a lot of tourists, it, they can get a bit pushy when it comes to the tip side of it. Especially the USD. Yeah. So like they expect you to pay them in USD and they think that we are American. And we're like, no, it's still a lot of money for mm. us. Yeah, for us, tip culture is not a thing like yeah. in Australia. So it's very foreign to us. Um, but but yeah, in Mexico, we were meted by, like we were met by one of our friends, Sarah, which was really nice. Yeah, so we she's been traveling for... Nine months. Yeah, nine odd months now. Yeah. And... It just worked out. That she came to it, see us. Yeah, yeah. Just worked out that she could meet us there. So she ended up coming, staying with us in Mexico. That was really nice. Yeah. yeah it was just refreshing to see a familiar face. Yeah. Um, in the trip, just break it up a bit. Um, but yeah, we stayed in an all-inclusive resort. I think Which if you don't drink, probably don't do that. I think the food the food was really good. The food was good, but what I'm saying is like money-wise. You could probably I, just pay. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. We smashed the tacos and the sushi. Yeah. The, fit, the fish there was really good. Yeah. I'm not but, sure about the Italian part of it. Anyways. <laughs> but um, I think for me, Mexico was a challenge. I don't know why as soon as I saw the ocean. Hmm. As soon as, as soon as I went into the ocean, I was really emotional. Yeah. Um, and we actually, you met someone on the beach. Um, um, yeah. Which one? The guy that his colleague. Oh, yeah. So we met a guy that was on holiday. From, he wanted a holiday and he's from New York. 
and turns out one of his colleagues had a stillborn and has started up an organisation um, raising awareness and I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like crazy because like everyone we met, we told them about Leon. Mm. We were really open and it kind of like gives us comfort to talk about him. Yeah. Um, and the amount of people that have like when we tell them, they're like, oh, we know this person or we know that person or. Something similar happened to us or. Yeah. And then it's like just opening that conversation. And we met a couple at the end, the day that we left, and her dad had passed away um, and she was feeling guilty about being on the trip and so was I. And it's like so were we about like Leon. And it was just we cried together and we spoke about how Grief comes in so many ways and there's no right or wrong way to grieve. Mm. Yeah, that was literally like an hour before we left. Yeah. So we met them. They were, they were really nice people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then the flight. We did, we did a couple of cool things in Mexico as well though. Like, yeah, we did. Um, Ichinini. No, <laughs> Chichen Itza. Chichen Itza. Chicken pizza. Yeah. So that's one of the seven wonders of the world. If anyone's like, what are you talking about? Essentially, yeah. It's a Mexican pyramid with a whole bunch of market stalls around it. But what was really cool was the bird call. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so that was all. That was a really nice day. Yeah. Oh, what? I just remembered. What? The waiter with the Leon top. Oh, yeah. So was that the same day? Yeah. Yeah. So um, like after we did that. They take you out for lunch and then you go to a water hole to swim in. It's called a cenote. Sorry. My Gosh. apologies. I'm not as cultured as you apparently. <laughs> um, and we're at we're at the lunch and one of the waiters there he's sitting with a um a baseball top and the baseball team's called the Le- the Leones. Leones, so yeah. It was Leon's name and then E S at the end. And like he was literally the guy that was waiting our table. Mind you, I'm like getting food and Angie's like, look behind you. And I look and I just see like Leon's name. Yeah, because he's turned at an angle and all you can see is Leon. You yeah. You can't see the ES. And then I said to him, it was really like he probably thought I was nuts. I was like, can I take a photo of your top? <laughs> he's like, okay. He probably wanted a tip. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, that was, I feel like we kept getting signs from Leon throughout the trip. Mm. Now we've forgotten them. Yeah. Well, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like we get so many. Yeah, probably. We're very blessed. But, um, and then swimming in the cenote for me, that was like mm. my bucket list. I always wanted to swim in that particular cenote. Mm. How cool were the birds at the beach? At the oh, yeah. There was like these massive the pelicans, pelicans. Yeah. And they would dive and like. Literally eat fish right in front of you. Mm. It's pretty awesome. But Mexico was a nice relaxing part of the trip. But I think that's when we slowed down yeah. and got more emotional. Because um, New York was such fast paced. Like you're always on kinda, the go. You don't stop. We kind of got a bit distracted in New York. Yeah. Because San Francisco was slower than New York as well. And we were still in our fields. Yeah, New York because we're on the subways. We have to work out how many stops we've got, where to get off. Yeah, you're using your mind more. Yeah. 
And so you're like, oh, where to go next? Where to yeah, go next? And make everything. sure you don't get stabbed and stuff like that. <laughs> so the plane to from Mexico to LA, um, I was like hysterically crying. And I wrote to Leon in my notes, Ange actually woke up to me crying mm. and was like, what's wrong? Yeah, she scared me. Yeah. It's also happened, but yeah. But yeah, I, I find um, I write to him a lot. So just in my notes, like. A little message here and there. little message to him. Um, yeah, and I was writing to him about the thought of, because I had just finished my period, um, the thought of like having a sibling, like ha- as in having another baby. Mm. And I was writing to him and I was writing about how I would feel really guilty that his home would be someone else's home. Mm. I know that sounds really dumb. No. Um. And how, like, he won't be replaced, but I really want to be a mum to a baby on earth one day. Mm. And I wish it was him. Um, But, yeah, I was just writing to him about all of those emotions. Yeah. I think it's just really hard to, like, you know, it's, Women go through a lot. Their body goes through a lot when they carry a baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Ange woke up to me crying. Um, but whenever I write to him, I always feel really comfort. Mm-hmm. Like I, as in, I always feel his comfort. That flight too, we had two massive exit rows to ourselves as well that we could pick from. So Not we had that one. From Mexico to LA, we oh, were next to the guy that lives in Brisbane. Oh yeah, that's right. And there was the crying babies on the yeah, that yeah, flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm picking up what you're putting down now. Yeah, I'm back here. That that flight was bad. Yeah, those kids are. Like, how you going? Baba, they're on a flight. No. Okay. Anyways. Anyways, we get to LA. We see Jonah, Angie's yeah. cousin. That was really nice. Yeah. Because obviously we. We hadn't seen him since the baby shower. Yeah, that's right. So that was really nice so to he, see Jonah. He's living and studying in LA. Yeah. So um, obviously when we touched down, we let him know he's he's come past, picked us up, go out for dinner at night. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a flat tire and <laughs> teaches him how to change tire. So he, he hits it like. Drives into a pothole. Well, that's not LA. Attention. No, LA roads. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm, I think you think your tire's flat. He's like, oh, yeah. That's all right. I'll call roadside. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, you've got a spare tire, don't you? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up finding his spare tire. And then that night he learned how to change a tire, change a tire which was fun. It's always <laughs> nice seeing family. Yeah. It was in the middle of some random street in LA. Opposite a church. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, so, yeah. I think, oh, you forgot. Um, you've left out your whole, your food that was, dedic- the trip was dedicated around that you ended up. I love ramen. 
Yeah. So I had ramen in San Francisco and then I had it in every other every other state and country. Had it in Mexico as well. And that was no, that was really bad. That didn't count. So but it was I had a, it. It was the first that trip was the first time Cyrus had ramen. And now I really love ramen. Mm. Anyways, the reason why I'm saying it is because we had ramen with Jonah. Yeah, we ended he took us out and we ended up having ramen together. Um that night just just to catch up. There wasn't really much to do. I think it, what was it, it was there? really late. It, it was, was like nine thirty. Just a random night. Yeah. So um yeah, we did that. Uh, and next day we had a big day. Yeah. We had Universal the next day. Yeah, so yeah, next day woke up, bought the tickets to Universal. When I tell you the night before every day all I would do is go on TikTok what to do in this place because there was no planning on this trip. Yeah. So anything that we did was the night before decided. See, but the thing apart is apart from the Jets game. Yeah. Outside of New York, I felt it's everything else is just so spread out. Yeah, it is. It's so hard to get to. Without a car. Yeah, without a car. Where in New York, you'd be stupid to have a car. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so in LA. We went to Universal. Yeah, went to Universal and luckily it was just a 10-minute drive from our hotel. But that was was the only thing that was 10 minutes from our hotel. But I actually felt like a kid. Mm. Like that was probably another day that me and Ange were able to let go and go on crazy rides and just mm. be kids. Mm. Um, the mummy ride, if anyone has been on it, is incredible. Somebody got scared. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love roller coasters. Yeah, but I just wasn't expecting and I won't give any like. You can give it. No, 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 because what happens if someone's gone on it? They can go on it. Yeah, but then they'll know what's going to happen. Yeah, but they won't know. Anyways, it stops and then it goes backwards and it's just chaotic. Yeah. I was really scared, but I also really loved she it. She literally sat down, buckled in, so oh, I love roller coasters. You don't <laughs> know it, you don't know that about me. And then she's like, get me off this. And it was the first one we went on. And apparently that one is the most full on one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got the worst one done. Yep. What was next? And then we went to the Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park one. Yeah, me and someone didn't want to go on. Me and two, um, like young Colombian. Colombian girls, we had our hoodies on and like full tried to cover up because we didn't want to get wet. Yeah. So at the end of it, you go down and then you get splashed. Yeah, it goes into like a river and then there's, you get splashed a little bit if you're in the front. But I like those Colombian girls were so sweet. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we went to multiple different rides and whatever. We did Universal. Um, and then when we we're leaving, so funny. When we we're leaving, Ange stops this guy and he's like, Hey mate, how are you going? And I was like, Oh, probably someone he played footy with, probably an ex coach. Like, here we go. Because Ange tends to know a lot of people. No, you do. Mm. Like, footy wise, you've mm, met yeah. a lot of guys. Anyway, so I'm just standing there looking around, like letting them have their conversation. And then the conversation was like a bit weird, like a bit not overly friendly but still friendly. And then I'm like, oh, do you know him from footy? <laughs> I said to him, oh, do you know him from footy? And Angela looked at me like he was going to kill me. And he's like, 
No, this is, what's his name? It's Jonathan Thurston. He's one of the greats. One of the greatest of all time. Yeah, that's what he said. And I was like. Rugby league player. I didn't say it in front of him. You said one of the greats though. I didn't say, yeah. You said it in front of him. Did I? I don't know. Maybe. And then he just looked and smiled at me. He was just like, really nice. He, like, like, it, like yeah. he, he wanted to laugh at me. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, what brings you guys to LA? And then we told him and he's like, oh, I'm really sorry for your loss. And then we were like, oh, what brings you? And he was telling us that his daughters were dancing in some Disney. Disneyland parade or yeah. something. But mm. it was is it was as if we knew him. Yeah, he was just just a genuine bloke. Or... Yeah. The chat was really nice. And then towards the end of the chat, he's like, Do you want a photo? And then he's like, Yeah, all right. Yeah. And then we just took it like I took you had a photo with him, whatever. And then Ange didn't upload anything from the trip, just reshared my stories. It's the only thing he uploaded and then people were messaging me, hey, who was that guy that Ange uploaded? And I was like, apparently one of the greats. Yep. But he was really nice. No, he was. Um, that night we crashed. Mm, yeah. We Did slept. we have dinner? No. Yeah. We slept from 5.30 p.m. until 5. No. Yes. No. Yes. We got home around... Home. We got to the hotel. Home, yeah. Around maybe five. Yeah, I know. Probably fell asleep around seven thirty. Mm. Um. Yeah. And the next day, what was the next day? Next day, Hollywood sign. Yeah. So next day was so in the morning we went to a park where we could see the Hollywood sign because we're like, we're here. Might as well. Yeah. It was a dog park. We met like a few people, yeah. played with a few dogs. <laughs> Bit weird. And then we took an hour and a half drive to Santa Monica. Yeah. Yeah. That was, the, Santa Monica's really nice. Yeah. And no, sorry, Venice Beach. Venice Beach is nice. Nice, yeah. The pier's like a pier. Mm. It's like a carnival vibe. Mm. Um, but um, I think we're lucky we went in the morning. Yeah. Because it wasn't too busy. There was just a few people there. Like everyone was just probably on their morning walk. Yeah. So everyone was just like lovely and friendly. Yeah. Um, so that. That yeah. night we went to the basketball. Yeah. So we finished up there, got back and then we bought tickets to the Lakers um, versus Phoenix Suns. Yeah. At Crypto.com Arena. So, and it was, um, so, where am I? Yeah. So, it was an in-season tournament game. It was a knockout game. Yeah, it was incredible. Seeing LeBron play was really cool. Yeah. And then Jonah come with us. Sarah booked VIP tickets again. I didn't. Ange has a thing with, yeah. Anyways, we got epic seats. They were very good seats. And you can walk around there. You show them your tickets. They don't care. Mm. You can do whatever you want. So yeah, that was that was fun. Um, and then um, our last day, we met my dad's friend Eddie and his family, and that was really beautiful to meet them. But it also was um, really emotional as well. So in the morning when he came to pick us up, um, my dad hadn't told him what happened between like. I didn't tell him what happened with Leon. Yeah, so in Eddie's mind, yeah, I was pregnant. Yeah, she, Sarah was still pregnant. 
Um, so I told him. Yeah, because he asked, oh, do you want to go shopping for baby stuff? Or? Yeah. So, yeah, so we ended up telling him and then bless his soul, he was drive- he had to drive like two and a half hours to get to us. He's a legend. We love Eddie. Yeah. Um, and then he ended up telling us that his son had gone through something similar Yeah. as well. So he, he also had a stillborn. So he obviously was very understanding. And he planned out this day um, for us to meet his whole family. Yeah. And his family, they are beautiful people. Mm. We felt really at home yeah. with them. Um, and the lunch that we went to his old oldest daughter and her kids and her, his son and son's wife and daughter. Yeah. And his wife was there, like Eddie's wife. Mm. So we met them all there and the first people that were there was the son and the daughter-in-law and we spoke to them about Leon and they spoke to us about... Abel. Abel. Which was their son. Yeah. Um, And they were the first people we've met who it's happened to them where it was their first child as well. Yeah. And then they've had another child since. Yeah, so it was really emotional and we were both... Like tear, like I was tearing up, and so was um, Abel's mum. And at that moment, I didn't realize that um, Eddie's oldest daughter was coming in the door, and, and she had her newborn in the capsule. And because we just were sort of talking about Leon, I'd lost it. Yes. Like when I say. Lost it, hyperventilating, like, crying. Hello, and then and I ran to the bathroom, and Ange came and yeah, I I I automatically I felt guilt. I felt so bad that I'm I cried looking at someone's baby. Like that's so rude. Yeah, she obviously had no idea about. She us. didn't like, know. She's just she thinks she's meeting people from Australia. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So tears running down my face and whatever, and then she was really sweet when I came yeah. out of the toilet. They and would I would have filled her in. Yeah, they filled her in while I was in the so toilet. She just met someone, then she started crying after she looked at her baby. She would have been obviously been a bit confused. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I was really apologetic. Um, and then she actually asked me if I wanted to hold her. Mm. And originally I said no, and then she said, "Are you sure?" And then I held her and she was so cute. Mm. And it was the first baby I held since holding Leon. Um, And in that moment, like I thought that I would feel like guilty or Mm. I just felt really happy. Yeah. And she was so cute. Yeah. She'd just sit there and she'd just start smiling out of nowhere. Yeah. So she was born two weeks after Leon. Yeah. 14th of October and Leon was the 30th of September. Yeah. Um, so cute. And you know what? Her um, hands and her feet were smaller than Leon's. Yeah. So when Leon, yeah. Leon's hands and feet was bigger than hers. And mm. she was like. Three months. Three months old. Yeah. Leon yeah, had really big months. hands and feet. Just like his daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was really emotional. Um, and then another one of his daughters who we visited. Yeah. So we went to her house. And yeah. She'd just given birth. It was two weeks old, the baby. Yeah, well. And then um, I held him as well. Roman. Yeah. I held him as well. 
Oh, and oh yeah, he's the other baby was Cora. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So cute. That family is just so beautiful. Yeah, very blessed. Yeah. I would literally go to LA just to see them and Jonah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was our last night there. Ended up having dinner with Eddie, going to an, an outlet quickly. Yeah. Buying some few, buy a few things. And then. Came we, home. Yeah, we had that little bit of a wait at the yeah. airport. We got there a little bit early. Yeah, just to be careful. And then, yeah, the flight home. Flight home was not bad. No, it was, it was all right. I was excited to see Pharaoh. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. So yeah, we by the time we got home, I think it I think it goes quick while you're in it. Oh, I guess when you look back at it while yeah. you're in it feels long, but it goes quick because you yeah. just want to get back. Um But now that we're back mm. it's hard. Yeah. It feels like you like it feels like you went, but it feels like you haven't left at the same time. Yeah. And like we didn't realise how much we were looking forward to the trip mm. or like it was like something to keep our mind busy when we were going through everything that we were going through. Yeah. Now that there's nothing to keep our mind busy. You're like, oh, yeah, back to real life. Yeah, and it's like Angie's starting work tomorrow. Um, You're going to see people at your work. I'm going to work tomorrow. Not to work. No, not to work but like um, to, to an event yeah. at work. So it's just, Yeah. Mm. And like a close family friend passed away. Um, so that was like emotional seeing them when we got back mm. as well. Mm. So it's just grief. Grief is just. Yeah. It's hard. It's a funny thing. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's been our last month. Yeah. And we are like. We'll probably talk about it in other episodes. I think this one's pretty long at the moment. But um, we will be talking about thinking of having another baby and what that's going to look like. Yeah, just what our future plans are. Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll wrap this one up. Yeah, I think so. I think this is a long one. Sorry, guys. That's right. And it's a lot about our trip. Um, we'll see you guys soon or hear you guys soon. See you. Bye. See you. Bye.